welcome to the Oswald Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to the Sigma Stat Center. I'm joined by the Twitch chat, and we're looking at some of the first event results that we've seen for Age of Sigmar 3.1. That's right. Uh, after the Winter FAQ, the huge Winter FAQ, which has had a massive effect on the Age of Sigmar. I can't say it, but still, they've done an update of the Winter FAQ, uh, which is enough for us to say that we're in a new patch or version of competitive Age of Sigmar. So Age of Sigmar 3.1, as it's now known. Okay, and we've got some event results from Age of Sigmar 3.1. The first one we're going to be looking at is the Golden Sprue event held in New York, New York. New York, New York is where it was held. Uh, and the event was taken out by Corey Begley. We'll talk about his list in a little moment. And then in the 4-1 bracket, uh, he was running Stormcast Eternals. And in the 4-1 bracket, we had only Stormcast and Iron Jaws. <laughs> Apparently, half the field was actually Stormcast, and all of them had six long strikes in. Um, Thomas Guan was also running Stormcast Eternals. We'll talk about that in a minute. Tyler Bushy, at his first event, I'll have you know, at his first event ever, like a proper New Yorker, went 4-1 with his Iron Jaws Bloodtooths. Joanne Noah Singh, who will be in attendance at LVO, hoping to take the event out, uh, also went 4-1 with his Iron Jaws Bloodtooths. And then Sean Allen also uh, went 4-1 with his Stormcast Eternals. Okay, just a big shout out to our L of the day. Uh, David Kessler uh, takes the big L for the event, coming dead last with his Blades of Corn list. Love the big Ls, uh, so proud of him. Now, Corey's list, let's go through all the tabs here uh was running a hammers of sigma list which obviously makes uh those uh draco's um battle line and also gives them a six award where holding within 12 inches of an objective he's taking offensive fire strike obviously that gives him um some spell casting great with mystic shield um mystic shield is phenomenal in stormcast army uh also most importantly given plus one to hit two well, probably those six, um, uh, those 15 uh, adjudicators with Skybolt bows, which is pretty good. Now, we talked about these already on the show, but they that's the two wounds apiece. They already started with a four up armor save, then go up to three up armor save quite nicely. Uh, they could shoot in the hero phase because of the Holy Command Thunderbolt volley, which means they're going to be doing 30 shots in the hero phase and then 30 shots in the shooting phase. Uh, but they also count as bodies on an objective. I think a lot of Stormcast players arguing between those 15 uh adjudicators and also those six long strikes with crossbows they cost 600 points but they're pretty tanky um they do a lot of shooting and they're better for objective play then he's got two units of two dracoth guard formulators we talked about these loads they do loads and loads of damage especially on the charge and then he's got the lord relictor for the uh two up rerollable teleport and then he's got the knight adjudicator which has also got um, a phenomenal shooting attack for taking out characters and then he's also got the arcane tome on there with celestial blades giving plus one to wound mean one of those formulators units can be hitting on twos wounding on twos which is pretty strong congratulations to caleb for taking out the event oh sorry Corey. sorry congratulations to Corey for taking out the event he should be super proud um uh so he should be he should be super chuffed with that now uh thomas also with the Stormcast Eternals army in the 4-1 bracket, as you can see here, was running a Hammers of Sigmar list. Um, and just to make sure I get this right. Uh, and this it only had one character, a Lord Relictor with Mirror Shield, so you can't shoot him within nine inches. And then Translocation for that, um, that two-up uh, teleport. And then he was running one unit of four Tempesters, two units of two Dracothgard Formulators, two units of two concussors and then he was also running six 
long strikes as well. Uh, so shooting twice, and then he had a load of Dracos doing lots of damage. Okay, so there you go. In the other, uh, for Iron Jaws, we had two different Iron Jaws lists. Our man Tyler was running a double Mega Boss or More Crusher list, taking the Armor of Cork, which I really didn't expect to see. Um, I would expect that to be the Arcane Tome. And the other one had the Destroyer and the Fastun. Then he had three War Chanters, and then he had four units of three Gore Grunters. The follow-up to that um, is Joe, uh, sorry, Noah. Uh, who also had an Iron Jaws list, but his was Blood Tooths. Oh, no, they were both Blood Tooths. Uh, he had a double more Crusher list. He had the Armor of Gork as well, which is genuinely surprised me. It must be an NA thing. They love the Armor of Gork because that reduces your movement by two, but it does give you plus one to hit. Um, and he also had another one with Destroyer. Then he had two War Chanters, and then he had a Weird Knob with Master of Magic for the additional to cast, which helps cast the Basham Lad spell, which is a spell that's cast on an eight normally but it's plus one to wound in an aura uh, which is really good on those four units of three gore grunters or on the mega bosses or more crusher meaning that they're normally going to be hitting on twos and wounding on twos in an army so uh, congratulations to both of them and then finally uh sean allen has taken a slightly different uh stormcast eternals list here so he's got hallowed knights which means you get to fight on death with his units of vindicators or the vandactors but only on a four up and only if you're within three inches of your uh enemy so two units of 10 vindicators uh which is good they're 20 that's 20 wounds a piece right and guard of steel soul who's also in the list is going to be really good because he gives them a five up ward so three up armor save five up ward they're like plate bearers but they can fight because they obviously got two attacks each and they do mortals on sixes to hit he's also got another unit of five indicators and then he's got six vanguard raptors with long strike crossbows and four draco guard with fulminators as well and then the lord relictor um with the rerollable uh two plus teleport and mirror shield so you can't be shot outside of eight inches this is a smaller event this was 26 players in new york but it's run by du bois team so again just looking uh they're getting more and more uh reps up there in that new york area which is really exciting to see um uh, <laughs> it wasn't an american meta shade quote i did not i wasn't throwing that i was just saying different metas have different flavors right okay um uh, and it's true i was hoping to see the underguts uh for iron blaster list play into this meta that would have been uh that would have worked really good uh hey nap god so uh looks like a really great event uh like it looked like it was super fun uh, lots of long strikes. Are we going to see more long strikes in the future? Will the Judicators take place? Because in this particular event, don't forget the Judicators took the event out. Judicators doing better than long strikes. Interesting. Is that going to be very common? Fulminator's still really good. Dracoth's still really good. Bloodtooths and Iron Jaws, even after the after the nerf. Podcast Hydro Homies, you didn't see, but just so you know, I did the air quotation marks when I said nerf. It's really important that you know us did that. Even after the nerf uh, of points going up on both Gore Grunters uh, at the with the Winter FAQ going into 3.1, um, then uh, we might, you know, it still looks like they're a very dominant faction. And I think both Iron Jaws and Stormcast Eternals are in a really good place in Age of Sigmar 3.1. For the next event over in Scotland, we were at uh, Tempest which is held at the Common Grounds in Glasgow. So this is a Scottish event, 
and it had 34 players. Uh, they have a lot of events over there. Um, and that's uh, and uh, one of the events I really want to get up to, or one of the metas I really want to go play in this year, uh, is Scotland. They've got a great team uh, for Six Nations. Um, and they just seem like great people, generally, whenever I've met in the Scottish guys. Okay, so uh, there was a mixture of different things happening at this event. Um, so most of the new stuff was out, and we got some great memes. Nathan Watson won the event with his daughter's a cane list. Uh, he was the only person to go 5-0. Now, his daughter's cane list was Hagnar. He had a Blorak Shrine, a Hag Queen, and then he also had Marathi and the Bow Snakes. Looks like the points change from Age Sigma FAQ in the winter going into 3.1 hasn't had much of an effect on this list. 20 Witch Elves, 10 Witch Elves, 5 Life Takers, and then he's also taken the Heart of a Furry, which is an invocation that you're able to take, which makes you minus one to wound if you're holding within 12 inches in melee, or gives you plus one to wound to enemy units that end up holding within 12 inches. So if you are trying to charge into those bow snakes, they're going to be minus one to wound, which is actually pretty impactful. Um, I would love to, Scotty. Thank you. Uh, so Nathan, congratulations for taking out the event. Should be super chuffed with himself. I think we're going to see more and more. We're going to see the heart of the furry um, taken more and more uh, at events in the future. Okay, in uh, second place, top of the 5-0, you had Luke. Luke was running a Stormcast Eternals Hammer of Sigmar list. He was running a Knight Draconis, and then he was running four, sorry, five units of two Storm Drake Guard. This is all of the memes all of the time. Uh, Luke should be super proud of himself. He's done really well. Uh, he's taken Thunderous Presence on his Knight Draconis, which is a nice little trick, uh, which means you can't uh, benefit from commands in the uh, Battleshock phase, which means you can't inspire and present something. So if he does put his Knight Draconis into the right unit, he can Battleshock them off. Uh, we worked out that you can do roughly 18 mortal wounds in the shooting phase from this amount of Storm Drake Guard, uh, which is pretty strong, obviously. Uh, and then he's equipped them all with Drake Rider Lances. He's also put them in a one-drop battalion, um, and that one-drop battalion is really strong, so he's obviously going to get the choice to go first. Not forgetting that all of those Storm Drake Guard can get a once-per-game uh, once game ability to move in the hero phase. So they can move, and then they can shoot, uh, which is very strong, uh, which means you can't really screen out against it. They've also got 3-inch Coherency, uh, which is good. They've got a Spell Ignore on a 4-up. Uh, they do Mortal Wounds from the shooting attack on 5s uh, and 6s. They've pretty much got all the all the tools that you want. 9 Wounds of Peach. Each unit is 18 Wounds with a 3-up save. It's, just, it's a half-decent list, right? And it's, uh, it's a half-decent player. So uh, congratulations to Luke. He should be really proud of himself. Um, uh, it's like really, really good. Great memes. Great memes. This is great memes. Please, if you're a half-decent player, please do let us know in the in the comments below or if you're listening to this as a podcast, stay hydrated, my hydro homies. Please do leave comments about uh, how you would beat these as a half-decent player. Okay? Uh, right. Uh, also in the 4-1 bracket, John B. With, I think, probably the most like exciting list. Second, sorry. Second most exciting list at this event. Okay? He's running Living City. He's running a Freakle General on Griffin with the Iron Oak Artisan Command Trait. He's got Spear of the Hunt, and he's got Soaring Guardian Mount Trait. Um, and then the Celestine Prime Hammers a Sigmar um, and a Branch Wraith. Okay? Then he's got 2 times 10 Iron Breakers, and he's got 20 Freakle Crossbowmen. 
Um, and then he's also got a Hurricaneum, 10 Shadow Warriors, and then finally, four Dracothian Guard Formulators. Now, because he's running Living Cities, they're going to be able to put some of those units off board. They've also got a command ability, so when they do come on, and they come on not via Deep Strike, but it's uh, an outflank. So you come on from a board edge, so you have to be wholly within six inches of board edge, but nine inches away from enemy uh, units. That's what an outflank is. It means that he's going to get to use the command ability. If a unit shoots, and you've got 12 inch shooting on those formulators, they can then move after, which means uh, they can come in from deep strike, which normally you can't move from after doing that. It means they get to move and then charge, which is great because formulators are amazing on the charge. He's got lots of shooting, like the crossbowmen, the shadow warriors, the Celestine Prime, um, all to do shooting to clear off, and the Hurricane, all to do shooting to clear units off the board, which is pretty good. Um, and he's also got Life Surge, which is a D6, uh, like it heals D6 to a unit, which is good on the Griffin, it's good on the Formulators. It's so good to heal D6 wounds, right? D6 is, it's just great, okay? You always want to do healing because it's it stops you from seeing top of the hour ad breaks that happen every hour if you were able to heal d6 you wouldn't have to see the top of the hour break which happens uh for supporting the show um but you can avoid it by just subscribing so if you do that now that'd be great um okay uh <laughs> uh so yeah big fan of that so thank you to john uh for i like this list this is i think this is a really fun list he's got lots of shooting he's got some good tanky units in the iron breakers Celestine prime hits hard free guild general griffin hits hard the uh, and then the draco formulators hit super hard and obviously getting plus one to hit from the hurricane is really good on all of that shooting it's just a great list i think overall um okay next up uh let me just make sure i get this right yes uh, also in the form bracket, Adam Turner. He was running uh, a quad bigs list. Uh, so Adam Turner was running the Sons of Bohemia. He was taking a uh, list. He was running Take a Tribe. And he had a Kraken Eater, another Kraken Eater. And then he had a Gatebreaker with the Arcane Tome and the Flaming Weapon. Finally, first time I've seen a, a Gatebreaker without the Amulet of Destiny, the FAQ at Winter did change it from a five up ward to a six up ward. So now the Gatebreaker Mega Gargant has become an even punchier mega gargan going from damage three to damage four is the plan um <laughs> and then the so like pretty good uh and still going four one i would expect to see less mega so what you're going to see is less mega gargans played in the meta now because and people will say that the five awards change was enough to fix it which is completely wrong it's just people have played them already for six months and taken all their big w's home with them they've got their trophies on the shelf and they just want to do something else okay so the, the more competitive players who weren't necessarily playing them because they loved them, they're playing them because they wanted to win, have moved on to greener pastures now. So you're going to see the win rate and the meta percentage drop, but that doesn't mean they're not as an effective army as they were previously because they are, in my opinion, right? So even though you will see a change in the win rates, you will, like, I want you to know that they're just as good as they were before, right? Um, okay. Uh, so congratulations to Adam. It should be tough with himself. Uh, Lee Martin, uh, doing really well with um, his Ideneth Deepkin army just before we get the new book um, because we uh, we know that we're getting a new book, obviously. Uh, but Deepkin weren't doing too great going into... Uh, in Age of Sigmar 3.0, they were doing fine. I think they were sat at like 53% win rate um, in uh 3.0 in 3.1 we'll see what happens with the new book basically uh but until that happens lee was running an achillean king and an eidolon 
of Matlan Aspect of the Storm. He's running two lots of three defensive eels and then ten Namati thralls. Uh, and then he was running uh, MSU Alapexes. So two and then three ones and then a Leviadon. So Leviadon giving that plus one save out and he's also really good for doing battle tactics because of the shooting attack. It's a monster and it can also do pretty good fighting. It's a great buff piece. Leviadon's kind of like one of the perfect war scrolls really and what you really want to see. War Shrine, Alapexes, they're, they're good buff pieces for their army as well as kind of uh, centerpiece models. And also they can kind of fight as well. Um, uh, so like, uh, make some, <laughs> uh, name his lads. I'm not naming his lads. Right. So then the, uh, and the Eilon's good, Killing King and the Ishling Guard. So he can be defensive with the Ishling Guard, literally create a wall with the Ishling Guard. He can shoot over the top of the Razor Shell Harpoons. 24 inch shooting is really good. Um, this is old book, not the new War Scrolls. Um, and yeah, just good. Lots of output. He can choose where he does his damage. He's very fast. And then obviously in turn three, he gets to fight with everything first. Alapex is good at fighting. Leviadon's good at fighting. Achillean King's good at fighting. So generally, um, uh, and, and the uh, aspect of the storm is good at fighting. So he's got lots of output, but he's also got lots of mobility to choose where to apply that. So just a great list. And also nice and diverse as well, really. Like, yes, there's lots of Alapexes, but there are Thralls, there are Ishling Guard. Like, it's good. It's a good list. I really like this. Um, they they do nap god. They do. Uh, then Sean Ricketts has run a very was running a very interesting, very interesting um, uh, Iron Jaws list. So he was running De Chopper's sub faction, which is really rare. He was running Kragnos. That's right, Kragnos, the end of empires. And then he has a Mega Boss and War Crusher as well. Two War Chanters, a Weird Ob Shaman, and then three lots of five. Uruk Brutes, all of which are in Hunters in the Heartlands. So this is quite interesting, actually, because um, he's stacking Kragnos and the Megaboss on War Crusher's abilities, which I think is quite interesting. So he's able to move uh, the Uruk, War, uh, Uruk Brutes because of Mighty Destroyers, then move again. Then he could do a 3d6 charge with Kragnos um as well because it was the new kragnos that was in effect so that gives him a lot of output he's got the war chanters give him plus one damage which is quite nice um on the brutes as well uh so yeah like and you can even teleport unit as well if you want with the great being green hand of gork so those brutes will be uh, moving twice they'll be damaged two and they'll be rend three if he calls a war which is pretty decent or are they rent damage three uh brute choppers no i think they're damaged two yeah um uh they all run together or they all in the end <laughs> built this exact list and haven't tested it yet says new first time chat uh nevinger in the chat yeah i mean like if we and that's it for the events uh this weekend until we get to kara kara is the has got the new award which we'll be doing every week the list of the week okay uh thanks gangster paradise i'll look at that in a bit um so kara has given us the list of the week kara went three two at tempest with a skaven list now skaven are doing terribly in the stats not doing well at all a lot of people talking about maybe trying to run uh more scryer heavy list looking at storm fiends even looking at warp lightning cannons is a, is a really good shout as a way to deal with big armor saves uh using clan rats and other stuff trying to do some stuff with vermin lords all sorts of stuff people trying not really doing that well in age of sigmar 3.0 now they didn't get any buffs or bonuses they didn't get any points reductions in age of sigmar uh, in the faq going into 3.1 however have you considered just screening all the time yeah because screening 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 this list 
run by Kara, that went 3-2, which is a phenomenal result, it was a master molder, who was the general, another master molder, and then two more master molders. They were in charge of... Now they're giving out plus one to hit auras. All right? And yeah, do you know who doesn't care about rend or, or, uh, <laughs> or mortal wounds? Giant rats. There were two units of fully reinforced rat ogres, which are battle light. So they went from, they normally units of two that are 95 points, and they've gone up to units of six. One had toughened sinews, and one had insanely rabid as upgrades, right? Uh, <laughs> this list is called hashtag only screens. Thank you, Nupgod. Uh, and then he had, uh, sorry, they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight units of giant rats. Eight units of giant rats, which are 40 points each. They move eight inches, and they're the perfect screen. Put yourself a cheese hat on. Eight units of giant rats and you run forward. You're like, okay, Rob, the rat ogres do okay damage. You know, rend one, damage two. Um, but they're not going to do enough damage. What's going to slap well? Can I interest you in three hell pit abominations? Right? All with upgrades. Tough and sinews for um, an additional save. So a four-up save with 14 wounds. Warpstone spikes um, allowing uh, you to um, uh, re-roll the damage on the uh, mortal wound output and then accelerated regeneration allowing you to heal in both hero phases yours and your opponents now help it abominations do have random movement um but they have an amazing attack profile it's really worth going and checking out the attack profile of help it abominations if they do get into a fight they will do some genuinely solid work right which is really good and they also resurrect on a five up when you kill them and like age of something is saying is in the chat which is a youtube channel you should check out Everything's a screen. Everything's a screen. You don't even know what to kill. You assume you should kill the Hellpit Abominations, but then that lets the giant rats attack you. Yeah, you think, okay, I'll try and clear the giant rat screens. That lets the rat ogres attack you. There's just so many options. Kara, and it's a triple battle regimen. Okay, making it a three drop. Okay, like it's brilliant. So much board control, so much rat, so much output, and so much molder. It's probably the best list. I've seen in a while. It's actually so far my list of 2022. And going 3-2 is excellent. So, uh, congratulations to Kara. Huge, huge love for that. Uh, and thanks everyone for playing uh, Warhammer over the weekend. If you have won some games uh, and done really well at an event, a huge love to you. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, and thanks for listening to the Sigma Stat Center. The stats, obviously, the actual stats as in numbers are all hosted on thehonestwargamer.com. You can go check them out at any point. Um, you can click all the tabs and find out the stuff. Shout out to Ziggy, Rob, and the rest of the stats team. Uh, we will be bringing you the HCMR 3.1 stats in a few weeks. I'm sure Owen will be back for the HCMR Stat Center in the future as well, where we can uh, talk about stuff. Uh, and, uh, yeah, as events start ramping up, this shows will become bigger and better hopefully i hope you guys have enjoyed it thanks for listening to the podcast if you have uh please do like comment and subscribe and thanks as always to the twitch chat who've joined me on this journey